Hi, I'm a dad mom. That means while my wife works, I'm at home being awesome. I know there's a lot of mom moms that are out there that look at my unique mixture of masculinity and nurturing and they find it quite alluring. And I know that there's dads who are out there who are astonished with my ability to dress a four-year-old. But here's a real kicker. I can take even the frilliest girl dress and fold it with complete accuracy. Boom. And with Tide Boost, I can use the brute strength of dad to mix with the nurturing abilities of my laundry detergent. Now, if you excuse me, I'm gonna go do pull-ups and crunches in the other room. Tide Boost is my tide. What's yours? Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Rock With Success, which is an award-winning show for professional women. We profile a collective of amazing women who are thriving to build their brand. Women are handpicked in various fields who can provide credible information to build your business and lifestyle. We are live each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigates. To learn more about us, go to our website at www.womenwhorockwithsuccess.com. Now, let's join our podcast host in the studio, Mrs. Diane Winbush. Women Who Rock With Success complies with the rules and terms according to the Federal Communications Commission podcast guidelines. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are their own, and their appearance on our digital media platforms does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. All guests who embrace our media stations are experts who are licensed in their fields of occupation. All rights reserved. And good morning and welcome to Women Who Rock With Success. This is your host, Ms. Diane Winbush. We thank you so much for tuning in with us on this Thursday morning. So get a cup of coffee and pull up to your computer or to your iPhone or with your iPods. And so we're going to get ready to be able to welcome into the studio this morning Canadian singer and songwriter, Miss April Aline. And so we're going to hear a little bit about her and what she's got going on in the music music in, industry and, of, of course, her latest uh, single that she has out. So good morning, um, April, and welcome. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we're so happy to have you on the show on today. And so we want to be able to um, just get right into it. So help us to learn a little bit more about you and um, I guess why you decided to get into the um, pop industry or R&B uh, industry with the, with the singing. You know, sometimes we sing when we're in the shower and then when we get a, a full adult, then here we come with a microphone and we want to sing. So everybody has their own type of different style as to why they may have pursued a career in singing. So we want to hear from you as to what compelled you to be able to come into the sing, singing industry. 
Well, it's it's an interesting story, but it ties into business, which I know is sort of the nature of the podcast and how inspiring it can be as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. um, I I think for anybody that's um, forging the road as a musician, as a songwriter and a creator, you know, it's very much like starting your own business, um, like an entrepreneur. Uh, So for me, I played piano since I was five, but singing was my biggest fear. And it wasn't until later in life, sort of towards the end of high school, that I really knew that I had to just attempt singing to get through that fear. (laughs) Because I think it's important Mm -hmm. to challenge yourself. And yeah, and you know, for me, um, I just grew up on so many different styles of music and, you know, coming up through the late 90s and just being inspired by, you know, mm-hmm. um, back in the day, everything from, you know, Justin Timberlake, I love John Legend, mm-hmm. um, but even, <laughs> even like, you know, the Spice Girls and, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. It's just that, you know, I love, I love pop melodies. I love something that, uh, that you can remember and something that you can sing. And I, I think it's important, you know, whether, like you said, you're singing in the shower mm-hmm. or you're singing as a professional, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's healing. It, it feels good. It puts you in a good mood, you know. So, mm-hmm. 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 absolutely. You know, when we were coming up April, we kind of uh, well, we had only a, a few radio stations that came up in the late '60s, early '70s. So we didn't have a whole lot. So we had to listen to Elvis. We kind of listened to. Um, kind of WDIA, which is a, a African American uh, uh, broadcast as well. But most of our music came from um, individuals like the Eagles. We had to listen to uh, 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 John Lennon, and and so I, I think it's very very important as a songwriter and an artist such as yourself, just to kind of maybe taste a lot of different. And, and I'm and I'm and I'm grateful today that we did, you know, grew up around those type of of artists and what have you it helps it helps my sister and i to be able to learn different um uh, varieties of music from all different cultures and so today of course i you know kind of on the christian side somewhat but still i still applaud and go back and i look at the entertainment world as to those that kind of you utilize their singing in different types of styles and so you know, I enjoyed that, and so I kind of wanted to bring that up since, you know, you were saying that, you, you know, it was different types of styles that you grew up on, Justin Timberlake and what have you, and so he's actually from Tennessee, actually where we're from. Yay! And so, oh, uh, no you way. know, he, yes, he's from he's from uh, Millington, Tennessee, and we're, on the, we're in between Nashville and uh, Memphis, and so he's probably about, Maybe about his birthplace is probably about a, a hour and a half from us. So he comes home every now and then and, and kind of sharpens up things um, in the Shelby County area to be able to um, help children and um, adults alike. So, yeah, yeah. So that's great. That is great. So let me ask you this. So were there any, like, any mentors that kind of uh, that you had to kind of maybe have led you along the way to keep you inspired? Because sometimes – April, there will be individuals that will start out and they will have a have a, a, a strong inspiration. And then later on, you know, they get about 16 or 17, and it's like, no, I want to do something else. And then, you know, there are some some uh, professionals that desire to stick with what it is that they have, and they will have mentors to coach them, and, you know, they may have idols as well. So were there any mentors to be able to support you along the way? What What, was, what kept you going even from a child even until this day? 
Well, it's interesting. When I was younger, um, I was studying to be a concert pianist, and I had to, I didn't like to necessarily practice, you know. At the time, I just wanted mm-hmm. to play basketball. My parents my parents had a hard time getting me to sit down at the piano, although I loved it. I know, it's so funny. I'm okay. like, just give me a ball. I just want to shoot hoops. But then I injured myself. Uh, I tore my ACL, and um, I kind of, okay. it, it led me back to music. And, you know, which I, I believe is sort of a spiritual um you know, involvement because I, I think that uh-huh. that music, yeah, and I think mm-hmm. you know, in terms mm-hmm. of the creation and and where I kind of create music and where I feel it coming from, like it's it's more of a channeling channeling and a creation. But I would be, um, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm looking for? I, it's not you know, it's not just my uh, it's not just me creating this. Like there, there's definitely a, a, a creator. Like a there's there's an energy larger than me that that you know I feel personally as a as a songwriter that you tap into. But in terms of, mm-hmm. of mentorship, I had this really beautiful teacher when I was young and my parents decided, well, you know, this really kind of strict, more rigid classical pianist way isn't really, you know, she's not enjoying it as much. So, you know, and they asked me, what do you want to do? Like, we want to keep you in music somehow, mm-hmm. but what, what do you love? What do you want to play? And there was this mm-hmm. teacher, Alin, and she's since passed away and but she was this beautiful nun mm-hmm. and uh she okay. connected me yeah she was like well you have to enjoy what you're playing and at the time I loved the Titanic mm-hmm. theme song <laughs> so I went from Mozart to my heart will go on and playing all these 60s songs like down by the boardwalk <laughs> like funny mm-hmm. you know just really simple um you know and and some soulful stuff and I you know it's um and that helped me come back to realizing that instead of looking at it as practice, it's play. And so when you're younger, mm-hmm. you want to, and, and at any age, you know, again, like there is work and discipline required to build anything, but you have to enjoy it. And you've got to, you know, come back to right. the play idea of, of playing an instrument and, you know, enjoying what you do and, and having that, that joyful energy. And then further on, I'd say um, in the last like eight years or so, there's this woman that's originally from the East Coast of Canada that's down in L.A. And she's a writer, director. Um, she's won an Emmy. She's so inspiring. And she's really kind of mm-hmm. kept me going and uh, helped me with, with, you know, mentoring and management and consulting and all that kind of stuff. And her name's Cayman Grant. And I know that you highlight, you know, women that are, that are, um, smart and entrepreneurs and just paving their own way mm-hmm. and, and she's brilliant mm-hmm. so if it wasn't you know she's helped me so much and so huge shout out oh. to her <laughs> okay okay perfect perfect and even to i guess add a little bit about what you had said earlier in regards to the uh, response to the question you know you said you had failed and hurt your knee and what have you and of course you wanted the ball and then of course, perhaps maybe you or your parents may have wanted the music as well. And then with the divine intervention, sometimes uh, Christ will, uh, God will come in and he will say, no, this is not the way that you need to go. Let's go, let's try to take the other road that you're not trying, that you're trying to avoid. And so let's go back this way where you try to go back down the <laughs> other road with the, with the WNBA title, <laughs> the Women's National oh, Basketball I... Association. <laughs> Yeah, I had my heart set on that. But you know what's funny about about all of that is that I, I definitely wholeheartedly believe that. And 
I will say in terms of, of Christ in my life, I, I grew up Christian and I mm-hmm. played the organ at um, yeah. at a church when I was younger. And I was really oh, fortunate. Um, yeah, like the, the congregation was just so so community oriented and they felt like an extended family. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a small, you know, church in a, in a, in a town, yeah. uh, just outside the city. Mm-hmm. It was, it was beautiful. And, um, and mm-hmm. I will say even to this day, if I, you know, go to a church that has incredible music and just, you know, being in that energy and when people are aligned mm-hmm. and connected and, and realize that it's bigger than them, uh, it's so heartwarming and, and emotional and, and powerful. And you're just, you know, often just feel like you want to, you know, overflow with tears, but in a good way and like all of the emotions because it's so beautiful. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's this community and this connection with others in, you know, praying towards the, the towards Christ or towards this, you know, together in this unity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, yeah, definitely um, my spiritual path. And what I was going to say is that the basketball is actually, even though I tried to also disregard it and step away from it because it hurt so much, um, mm-hmm. I, I think in life, you know, again, realizing that we're not, fully in control and we never really have control but like basketball is coming back in my life in some interesting ways that tie into music okay so it's um yeah we'll we'll see how that how that happens but it's it's becoming something that's allowing it's just it's very fascinating to me um yeah just over the weekend I was involved with a celebrity golf tournament and I I, uh, met up with some former coach that's down in New York. I think he's, he's working with the D league uh, for the New York Knicks. And when he, he was in the NBA before and um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Paul Jones from the Toronto Raptors and, and some connections up in Canada that are really, you know, uh, building, building. We, I don't know if you knew this, but the world's oldest basketball court, we in St. Stephen, that's right on the border. It's in New Brunswick, right on the border of Maine. And they're um, mm-hmm. renovating it and basically, it was uh, Naismith when he had come and had the, the basketball. Um, they weren't nets at the time, but they were just, you know, baskets. And so they're, mm-hmm. you know, renovating that and keeping it as a, as a tourism place. And so they're, it was a fundraiser I was involved with. And, and it's just it's interesting to see the parallel. So I guess for anyone listening, you know, if you really are thinking you're going – on this specific path and something happens and you, you really felt like what happened. I felt that was what I was meant to do, you know, just Mm -hmm. let go, let God. And eventually, Mm -hmm. you know, you might find yourself that they coincide again and overlap and it comes back around. So there's a bit of grace (laughs) and acceptance and all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So kind of basically to climax this response on this question here. So just keep this in mind. I would, you know, if I were you, just keep it in mind that some things, um, you know, with the parable, with the the, the three men in the Bible, and they had uh, one had the one gift and the one had the two gifts and the other one had the I don't know three gifts if I'm not mistaken. So it may be a little com uh, may be a little combination of both, where you can perhaps be able to share on both ends to both audiences. You know, you just never know um, how both of the um, desires that you may have may take you into better and greater doors. 
because I don't think that we're here just to have one gift. Just like I'm a podcast host, I do other things too. I just don't, you know, do one thing or stick to one thing. I do other different things as well for professional women as well. So just kind of keep that under your <clears throat> up under your belt a little bit. It may be, uh, uh, you know, you could be going somewhere, not in two different directions, in the same directions, but with two different gifts. So just think about that. Let's think about that. So this is what we want to talk about next. We want to talk about your tours. Are there any tours, upcoming tours, that you um, have scheduled or have had in the past in regards to your latest um, releases? Well, I actually I do. I have a release coming out tomorrow. So it's called Fall with Grace, Speaking of Grace. And it's on my Instagram and on my Twitter and Facebook and all of that. So if you go to April Aileen, A-P-R-Y-L-L, Aileen with an A-I-L-E-E-N, on any of those social mm-hmm. medias or AprilAileen.com, um, people can find it. But it, uh, it drops at midnight on Friday, and I'm, I'm actually on my way to Toronto. So I'm in uh, Ottawa right now, and I'm, I'm heading to Toronto mm-hmm. once we finish, once we're, you know, off the uh, interview here. And then I head uh, mm-hmm. to play Saturday in St. Lawrence Market. There's an international food festival. Ooh, so, yay. and then, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. It's right downtown. It's a free show. It's a big event outside sponsored by TD Bank. I believe I'm on 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And then I head to, speaking of sports, um, I head to Canada Games, which is sort of like our youth qualifier for, you know, the Olympics. Like, it's every province um, has teams that they send for every sport, you know, rowing, basketball, swimming, Mm -hmm. wrestling, you name it. And it goes for about two weeks. And and it's it's younger. It's youth. It's like, you know, I'm 18 to 22 or 18 to 24, kind of like that pre- preliminary qualifiers that kind of thing but uh, I'm going to play as a musician and so it's, it's really cool to, to represent my province I'm, I'm from New Brunswick originally and so I'll be you know um, heading there and that'll be Monday evening in Port Colburn which is right by Niagara Falls that's sort of where the games are and it's called the 13 okay. for 13 festival and then Tuesday okay. I come back and play at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto Ontario on Queen Street West so so I got a few shows and a new song. It's going to be a busy few days. <laughs> oh, wow. That is so great. So this is another question that, uh, you know, that, the, of course, your fans would want to know, and you would, uh, well, all of us would want to know, basically. So what are some of the takeaways that when you get before the audience, before you go out on stage, before you start performing, even before you put on your makeup, what are some of the takeaways that you want your audience to grasp from you, from April itself, when you sing, and I'm, I'm, you know, because if you're doing it for the youth and what have you, we know that that's a, you know, you're giving back to the community, to the public, and then too, as well, you're giving something, you know, to, you know, to your audience as well. So, what are some of the takeaways? What is it that you want the people to be able to grasp from your music? Oh goodness, I mean, there's. I, I love storytelling and music to me is, is a bit like therapy, but also I love dancing and, and you know, I think the, the new song that I'll be releasing uh, tonight slash, you know, Friday okay. is very much, I, I took, you know, my most heartbreaking experience and turned it into a way to kind of dance through the pain. And so I think there's a little bit of that sort of transcendence of, of emotions and 
And uh, I think okay. it's really important, like exercise and, and body movement, you know, yoga, hiking, um, getting outside, playing sports, being with friends, okay. laughter, like things like that really help us process okay. any sort of um, heartbreak or depression. Or um, There's also a song I have that talks a lot about, you know, forgiveness and, you know, kind of being able to walk in someone else's shoes and and I wrote it you know I mm-hmm. for people that are going through like addictions or, or you know or suicidal thoughts or, or people that have you know have a lot of anger inside of them and and you know want to heal but don't necessarily know how and maybe have said some 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 hurtful words to others and it's you know so mm-hmm. and then there's a song sort of about realizing that home is inside of you no matter where you are in the world and where you go but um, then there's, you know, some fun songs that are kind of like, well, you know, I just like to go out and dance and have a good time and look, you know, look pretty and, and you know, and like there's, I think it's sort of embracing all the elements of what human nature is and um, kind of allowing yourself to, to express it. And, but also um, for the youth that are there, it's um, just maybe being, being easy, being gentle with yourself in terms of mm-hmm. the expectations and standards that you put on yourself and and others. And then I would say, you know, with regards to sports and um, and anything you're creating or, or, or developing or working to achieve, you know, sports, one of the big things basketball taught me in rowing was that, you know, the perseverance mm-hmm. and the dedication and that, you know, um, like, don't give up, you know? Um, you don't mm-hmm. have to give up sometimes sometimes when you think you have to give up um you just really have to change course or change something small it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to throw in the whole towel and and it's game over it's like Mm -hmm. well maybe maybe i adjust this and there's a few different plays and then like the next game in the tournament you know you're going to win that game and and also just realizing you know why are you doing it it's not all about winning or losing it's also you know as cliche as it sounds coming back to that journey and the progress and and realizing that sometimes that doesn't ha- well most of the time it doesn't happen overnight and it's it's every day it's that consistency of, of building the habit of like who are you and who do you want to become mm-hmm. you know do you want to wake up early do you want to meditate do you want to get your coffee do you want to have your time for prayer do you want to exercise i mean it's hard mm-hmm. to i kind of laugh with people sometimes it's it's hard to fit in everything that you want to do because we have limited time so you know i think i think just being gentle having focus when you need it and um but realizing like at the end of the day uh there's so much stress in the world and and it's okay like that's that's part of life um there's things we can do to be better at managing stress and I think especially for youth I wish I would have heard that earlier on you know stress management what is that Mm -hmm. word (laughs) what's that term (laughs) um yeah so I I guess that would probably Mm -hmm. even be one of my biggest you know uh things to share but also following your passion passion's huge for me and um and then trusting and having faith that that things are going to work out and um believing in you know believing in that and uh and that that power of manifestation when you're aligned you know with with your your soul mission so to speak so yeah but it's but it's not all like completely serious like i said there's some fun there's mm-hmm. some fun songs about just you know wanting to you know you, you're with your friends you're you're dancing you're having a good time so yeah right. that's sort of my my message to share Okay, okay, great. That That is awesome because whatever you bring to the 
stage and to your audience, they're going to feel that. They're going to know, hey, look, this she is concerned about this, or I can relate to her about that, or I'm going through this, and now she's, saying, she's bringing out a song that relates to me and my situation. And it may not always be that a person is going through a situation. As you stated, you know, there are some happy songs in there as well. But I think it's also important to cater to, um, you know what's going on, I guess, in the public as well. You know, it just came out of, uh, you know, kind of still going through the elements of the COVID and different little things like that. And so I think that was one of the suggestions I gave one of the authors that was on the um, show back here in March or something like that. And that's in regards to, you know, sometimes we have to meet the people where they are. And that's what I think causes our audiences to um attached to us i guess you know like an adhesive strip or what have you because they feel that uh you know that the artist can be able to relate to what perhaps maybe they're going through you know especially you know like i stated around COVID time and what have you so that is so so wonderful that you're giving back and we are so grateful that you have these open doors that are coming up this week tonight tomorrow and the next day and the next day and what have you and that is such a wonderful opportunity for your fans to be able to um, get that insight from you um, you know as well so um, this is the last question that we're going to have for you uh, today April and that is where do you want to uh, kind of be in the next five years that's a kind of basically like a challenge question and then also the audience can be able to perhaps maybe you know you know, work on that to try to help you to get there through prayer or what have you. So, um, what is what are what are some of the, the 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 things that you would like to see where you want to be? I know we talked about sports, and I know we talked about the music industry and what have you, and so they may kind of coincide with each other just a little bit. But for you, you know, what what is what is driving you the most at this point? I mean, I would say the songwriting. I've I've become aware that. You know, it's really the writing for me that gives me the most joy. And, and I write so many different styles, but, you know, and I, and I really mm-hmm. do like a lot of the um, different pieces, but I, I'd like to get into co-writing more, you know, writing with okay. other people, um, seeing what their vision is too. I've got, I've got, you know, got this album coming out called Bad Things uh, at the end of September into October. And I, you know, getting the rest of my music uh, recorded over the next little bit, um, co-writing, you know, in five years, I'd, I'd love to have a Grammy, you know, that would be like okay. a, a big goal. And, and whether, whether it's as the artist or as a songwriter, um, you know, that, that, you know, but again, um, that's more of sort of a material or like a, you know, it's just, it's an easy, tangible goal. But if I don't reach that, mm-hmm. that's okay. Um, but, and then I'd like to get, um, I've, I was spending a lot of time stateside. I was in LA for a bit in New York and, and I think it's time for me to come to Nashville. So I think that's something mm-hmm. in the next year that I will probably look into. And again, sort of connecting with some songwriters and producers down there. So, so really it's just mm-hmm. about um, growing, growing my fan base. And, you know, if, if they resonate with the music, you know, check out everything on, you know, Spotify, Apple music, Instagram, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, supporting the artists you love because that's what's going to help them get uh get noticed by the by the people that can even mm-hmm. take them further so for me yeah i'd say the songwriting's number one within five years i'd love to you know be on a level where 
I'm down and, you know, maybe, maybe nominated for a Grammy. Um, you know, I, I do have some friends that like the guy that produced this album uh, was nominated for a Grammy with John Legend. So it's, it's not that far, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely foreseeable. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, I would say, yeah, co-writing, connecting with others. And then I'd love to get back into touring because the last two years it's been, you know, I love people and I like being around them. And it's interesting. I've become more of an introvert the last couple of years. So right. um, okay. I miss traveling and yeah, um, mm-hmm. connecting with new cultures. So just, yeah, I would say creating new music. Um I am looking for, you know, to build out my, my team so that I can, you know, make more content, create more music videos, work with, mm-hmm. with more artistic professionals and yeah, just, uh, and, and, and share love and hopefully inspire people to realize that they can also follow their passion and their dreams. Mm-hmm. Because you know, okay, well, for one, in Memphis, you know Elvis Week is going to get started here in uh, Memphis. And then, two, you also know, and we also know, and the audience knows that Nashville is the music capital of the, I don't know if it's of the world, but I know it's of the United States. So visibility, that's what I'm kind of hearing ab- about that, visibility, more visibility. Um, it don't take a lot to for it to get to hop on board with these guys here in Nashville. You know, Dolly Parton has the, the biggest uh, theme park and what have you where they got shows and all kind of other things going on. The Judd sisters are, are, are here, Naomi Judd. And so it's a lot of opportunity, oh. you know, to start. You know, yes, ma'am, the Judds, all of them, they are here and what have you. And so that's an opportunity. I would start there. And then, like I said, they got Elvis Week that's coming up and what have you here in Memphis. That lasts for a whole week. You have people that travel from France, Greece, all over the world, tens of thousands of people. And they, they settle right there at Graceland. And I think it's supposed to either get started. It may be, I think it's next week, or it may be going on this week, Elvis week. So those are some good opportunities. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's more and more visibility. The more while you're writing, still be working on, you know, hitting that road and things. You know, putting those, putting those cheeseburgers back and say, look, it's time for me to take this, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna go on up here because I don't think it takes that much here in Tennessee to get connected with where people will accept you with your song and your music. You know, it's not that hard. They don't make you climb Mount Everest just for you to be able to get a single or something like that or for you to be able to get a Grammy or something like that. No, I think it's very, very, this is, a, you know, a music state. I think the people are very humble, um, if I can be able to use that word. The professionals are. They're very, very humble and what have you. Uh, uh, they're in Nashville. Uh, you know, I've been going there for years, ever since I was a child. Very, very wonderful state. And I think that uh, you could really, really boost, I think that's the word, uh, your music career. You know, just getting involved with some of the um, activities. There's always activities are going on in Nashville and around those areas simply because of the fact it's the music is the capital of the, I don't know if it's the United States, I can't quote it right, but it's it's a huge music capital. And people refer to, you know, um, um, Nashville as to where they go and get their start. That's where they get their started, right there. And it doesn't take a whole lot, you know, a whole lot of fancy this and a fancy glittery clothes and all kind of stuff. Like, no, 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 no. These people are very down to earth. 
live now that I do know for a fact and so I, uh, that's just kind of what I kind of feel that you may need to get a little bit more big the more you get out visibly and then you kind of shoot your pitch down here and things I think you're going to shoot for the stars and you're going to get that Grammy in five years or probably less than that <laughs> so I so hope I just wanted so. to offer, well yeah I, okay. yes I wanted to yeah, I wanted to offer that that advice to you and things. It's not that hard to pull a truckload when it comes to music. These people here in Tennessee, they attach to music very, 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 very quickly. And so I don't care if you just have on a pair of blue jeans and some cowboy boots. If they know that you got a guitar and you can sing, they're coming. That's just the way they are. <laughs> the way. Look, well, look what happened you know, to it's, Justin. It's... Go ahead. Yeah, well, no, I was just gonna say it's like, um, the, like the talent, you know, it, when it's just, it's that's really what it's all about, you know. Like the, I mean, the clothes are lovely and everything else that follows suit, but at the end of the day, it's like if it's a good song, it's a, it's a good song, you know. And it's like making, mm-hmm. making that kind of music and that kind of art, and um, yeah. Like I'd love to, you know, mm-hmm. another person too is like the weekend. Uh, speaking about, you know, Canada, I, I love his singing. I love his style of music. Like I'd love to mm-hmm. work with the weekend someday. And then, you know, even Mark mm-hmm. Ronson and and he's produced some stuff like Lady Gaga and okay. Cyrus, you know, and like just um, okay. And they're just they're just amazing people and great at their craft. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, kind of. Yeah. But but tell me more. I'm, I'm you're getting me excited for for Memphis and Nashville. Yeah, I yeah but but you, but you see, you see Justin Timberlake of uh, Millington is not that you know, it's it's a good town, but it's not a, a huge huge extravagant place. It's a modern town. It's not that big at all. And look how he got started. He just got started with just in a little small town. Uh, you know, probably, I don't know what their population are and, and what have you, but it's not that large at all. Millington is not that large. It's just a, a suburb part of um, of uh, Shelby County. And so that's just what I'm thinking. You know, like I said, they, they don't, here in Tennessee, they don't, all you have to have is a guitar. If they figure that you know how to play the guitar and you know how to sing and you got a voice, guess what? You're coming. They're going to put you on the show or they're going to put you, and then they have like what you call, and it's already gone, it's called Memphis in May. They have all types of groups, groups that you have not even heard of, so they're just starting out. Those types of groups, they have that. And then you can also, um, you know, there are other types of options. Like I said, Dollywood always have something going on. It's a huge amusement park that she has and what have you. And so I know that they do a lot in Dollywood and what have you, and they do a lot, uh, you know, beyond uh, up there in Nashville and what have you. So, like I stated, these are country, barbecue eating, humble, <laughs> traditional type of people. They're very, very traditional. It don't take a lot to get them started. All they need is they feel that if you're dedicated to your work and dedicated to your music and they feel that you have something to offer to the public, they will give you an opportunity. Okay? So that's that's what I'm thinking, that you probably perhaps need to stretch out, you know, talk to your producers or what have you, get with them, see what it, see what you could be able to do and, 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 and do some research to see what they may be having. You know, as far as their activities, they always have Opryland. That's another one 
uh, that always have all kinds of music and shows and what have you, Opryland, Dollywood. You can you can talk to your producers, do some research and what have you, see what they have, and then just let them know, hey, look, I've got a got an R&B Canadian uh, songwriter, and she writes her songs, and she does her music, and she knows how to play music. Oh, they'll put, they'll put you on the bandwagon in a minute because if you just know how to sing, that's one thing. But if you know you have different talents, you know how to sing, you know how to songwrite, and you know how to play. So, you know, you have different gifts yeah. to be able to catapult you onto that stage. So, anyway, I didn't want to get in. I'm sorry about getting into all of that. So, <laughs> but I just wanted to kind of offer that to you because it seems like you have a lot of humility. You're, you know, you're willing to work with people and you like to give back. And so if you're willing to give back, that's something that I could be able to give and offer to you is to, you know, do a lot of thorough research right here in the state of Tennessee and see where that's taken. You. you may be on that stage for four or five years. So, so I look, look, April. I was going to do a challenge question, but I can't simply because of the fact that you already have this music that's on Spotify. But I was going to ask you to give us two lyrics of uh, your new release, but I forgot it's on Spotify and all the rest of these um, uh, uh, musical platforms and things. So, this is what we're going to do now: is I want you to be able to share with the audience how they could. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, technically, it comes out tonight, so they they haven't heard it yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. So share with the share with the audience how they can be able to follow you on any social media platforms you have already shared with the audience as your upcoming debuts and what have you that you have uh, your appearances, and then also share where your music can be found at this time. Well, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all the all that stuff. Um, April Aileen, so it's A P R Y L L, Aileen with an A, A I L E E N, and so it's at April Aileen pretty much on Twitter, April Aileen Music on Facebook, and April Aileen on TikTok and Instagram. And uh, my website is AprilAileen.com. It's just tricky spelling, so just remember it's April with a Y and two L's, and Aileen with an A. And then that will help you. Trust me. I know my, my mom, it's a Gaelic spelling. It's it's confusing, but once you get it, you got it. And it's a mm-hmm. really cool spelling of April. So, yeah. And and all okay. the love. Okay. Like, so much. So appreciate, so appreciate uh, you know, people checking it out and, and letting me know, too. You know, like, drop me a note. Uh, I'm checking all of those profiles. And, uh, yeah. I'd love to hear from okay. you. Okay. Okay. Okay, great. You were such a wonderful guest on today, and we had a ball with you sharing uh, your latest uh, single, and then you got all of these other opportunities that are coming up this week and then tonight as well. And so we certainly wish you the best, April, um, in your music career, your music endeavor, and what have you. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll see you on that stage real, real soon, not just in uh, Canada, but also in Tennessee, too. So, listeners, you can be able to uh, follow us on Facebook, of course, as we're under Women Who Rock With Success Media. And then you can also go to our website and find a little bit more about us at www.womenwhorockwithsuccessmedia.com. So, April, thank you once again for being our guest and the best of wishes. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, I will drop you a note once I get down to Memphis. So, And it will happen. <laughs> Absolutely. We would love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day. Awesome. You too.
With Panera's You Pick 2, every meal is made fantastic. You can be fresh and fun, bold and classic, cozy and precocious. With 465 fresh, clean, craveable pairings, find a You Pick 2 for any mood. Enjoy a $1 delivery fee when you order on our app.